Hey, kid. What are we doing? We're just hanging out here in the desert, waiting for people to show up. You think they're going to show up? What's that? You want me to play the mandolin? You think it's funny? You think it's funny that I'm a Mandalorian that plays the mandolin? I can't tell if you're saying Hatu or... I do. I do find that funny. Hey, Grogu. Grogu. This is fun. We can just do this the whole show, can't we? It's like dusty out here. It's uh, super dusty. I don't want dust to get inside my mandolin. You know what I mean? You ever get dust inside your mandolin? No? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Hey, this is the Mando Recap Show. We're just waiting for people to show up. That's all I can say right now. You know his name is Grogu? Grogu. It's like what you put in your garden to uh, get your eggplants to grow. Grogu. 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 See that? I mean, this is pretty cute. Just think about it. We're doing a Mando review today. We're doing a Mando review on Aristotle Full Throttle. Hey, is my LQ We're just waiting for people to show up. Seems like there's nobody here. It's a ghost town. I'm talking about Los Angeles, not just most likely spaceport. I mean, this is most I- most the most Isley brothers were playing here last night. You guys know the most Isley brothers? I think they need a mandolinist. As you can see, I don't have my best car yet. Need some best car. Hey. Ismail, did you watch The Mandalorian? Do you like The Mandalorian? Anyone? Say yes. Guys, if you're just tuning in, this is the Aristotle Full Throttle Show. We're at top-notch full throttle right now. Hey, Grogu. 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 That's pretty freaky. Stop it. Is this a force power or something? You're freaking out the, the kids. Stop it. Get back to normal size, baby Grogu. Yeah. Hey, Wesley Plotky. Hey, Aeon Alita. Welcome. Did you guys watch The Mandalorian yet? Do y'all watch Mandalorian? Why do you have that sound, that same effect on your voice? We all have that effect on our voice. It's a ghost town out here in Los Angeles. There's nobody outside in the streets. Oh, this is Los Angeles. I thought this was Mos Eisley Spaceport. No, this is Los Angeles. This is what LA looks like right now. And that's not a sandstorm. That's just the smog. Oh. Did you know that, Grogu? This is a... 
what's her button? She doesn't have a button. Hold on. Hang <laughs> on. Cancel. Okay. Hey, Asoku As Asagi Taco. Hi. How are you? Nice to see you. It's Ahsoka Tano. Yeah, uh, su a soup, a soup and sandwich. What, what, what's, what's your name? Ahsoka Tano. That's really difficult for me to say. I don't speak that language. I only speak uh, Mandalorian. Yeah, hey, Analita, we are on lockdown. And, uh, you know, I'm going to go crazy if I just listen to this little baby Grogu saying that same word over and over again. Yeah, guys, this is the greatest episode ever. Thank you for showing up. All right. Hey, look, you could see my whole head on Aristotle Full Throttle. You know, we just goof around for the first five minutes of every show, wait for everybody to show up, say hi. Hey, everybody. Yeah, Grogu only sneezes. Gazuntite is the international in intergalactic uh, pleasantry that you must say when someone Grogu sneezes. Gazuntite. Gazunt. Gazooks. Hey everybody, I'm Aristotle Full Throttle, and I'm excited because it's Monday, and today, you know what we do on Mondays? We do the Mando Review. Did you guys see the Mandalorian episode 40... What, what episode was it? Episode like... I don't know. The title of it was The Tragedy. Southern California is indeed in lockdown right now. Most of Southern California, anyway. There are pockets of Southern California. It looks like my sound is maxing out on you guys. Hold on a second. Tell me if this too loud okay tell me if it gets too loud all right but um yeah i know it's hilarious so we're we're on lockdown right now but it's fine you know what what else is new you guys ever uh, pandemic before on instagram guys if you want to donate to the aclu of course every day we have a donation fundraiser you can do that and donate to the aclu you could also pledge to my patreon at least one dollar a month which gives you exclusive access to the discord server for aristotle full throttle which you don't want to miss out on because we have fun over there let me tell you you think this is fun it's extra fun over there like we share memes we share dank ferric memes man dank ferric dank ferric we got memes galore over there <laughs> we sure do um I don't have any, like, tricks or buttons or anything on this uh, this uh, setting, but, you know, it's nice to have just, like, a clean, fresh... This is, like, you can see the size of my head isn't, like, more proportional now. Um, also, guys, we've got t-shirts. The t-shirt store is officially open. Jen the Fierce has fiercely worked on that and got it going. Now they've got the t-shirts. Thank you, Jen the Fierce. Working furiously behind the scenes. So you guys can go to the uh, Teespring which is available there, right there, you can see it. If you were looking at the page on Twitch right now, you could see there's a link for the t-shirts and the stuff and the mugs and all of the things you can get. You can get a mug with my mug on it. You sure can. I know that Aeon Alita's got an Aristotle Full Throttle shirt. She posted it on her Instagram. If you guys get your Aristotle Full Throttle shirts, post it on your social media because dead people will be like, how can I be that cool? And then you gotta say, man, just go with the fro. And then... And then you tell them AristotleFullThrottle.com. Go there. And then they'll figure it out. Grogu, do, only, only you do you do you sneeze. Do, did you ever have a dreams? 
So, did you watch that episode? Man, oh man, was that a crazy episode with Boba Fett's? He had Boba Fett in that episode, for real. Actual Boba Fett showed up. Spoilers, guys. Uh, we already saw Boba Fett earlier this season, though, on the end of the first episode. So, guys, if you haven't been catching up, if you haven't been watching, that we, we're talking about the, the Mandalorian. I don't know. What do you feel? Do you feel like we should spoil it? Hey, Annalita, you watched it. Jen, you watched it. Everybody watched it. Did you watch it? Who didn't watch it? Say I. Because otherwise, we'd just talk about the entertainment news. For instance, Matthew McConaughey talking some uh, stuff lately today. Matthew McConaughey's in the news. He was talking about how, like, we're all so divided right now. Because, you know, he says that the left, talking about the left, you know, liberals, as it were, the Democrats. He's saying the left, they, they they all make fun of the, they all tell the people who voted for Trump that they're stupid. And I was like, yeah, well, yeah. But then he's like, but then the right. You know, the right's like, ah, just, I'm gonna go with this guy, even though he's kind of a piece of garbage. And, um, you know, Matthew McConaughey got, got a point there. Except if you did vote for this guy, and then you were surprised at the what resulted in your vote of him becoming president. Some people I literally had a conversation with the last election, 20, 2016 election. I had a conversation with people, and they were like, well, I didn't think he was going to get elected. And I'm like, but you voted for them. And they were like, well, yeah. I'm like, well, so you vote for people that you don't think will get elected? How does that work? How does your brain not work? It seems like it's dysfunctional. It seems like you got to get a new one. <laughs> it seems like your brain is broken. you got a bad brain. you got a bad brain if you're like, I voted for him, but I didn't expect him to get elected. I didn't want him to... It would surprise me that he got elected. I didn't want him to be elected, but I voted for him. It's crazy. But we like to, you know, talk about that stuff. People gonna be people, and people gonna be dumb, you know? That's what I'm learning, mainly, right now, is that uh, people are bad at pandemics, especially American people. All right. Wesley Plackey says, when Boba Fett fights the staff, it feels like it's going to kill every single person. Ooh, yeah. Boba Fett. Now talking about the Mandalorian in the last episode called The Tragedy. Boba Fett had his gaffy stick. Now the gaffy stick is actually um, uh, a Tusken Raider weapon that we saw in the first A New Hope. We originally saw that in A New Hope, the Tusken Raider weapon of the gaffy stick. Which, by the way, we learned because Ricky Elliott shared with us in the Mandalorian chat on the Discord. Guys, there's a, speci- there's a special Discord category. There's a channel on my server where you can talk about the Mandalorian exclusively. And uh, our friend Ricky Elliott shared with us, and I think it was Will, Will, is this Will and Ricky Elliott were discussing the fact that that stick, the gaffy stick that Boba Fett uses, which in the Star Wars lore belongs to the Tusken Raiders, is a gaffy stick, is actually based on a traditional Polynesian weapon. And if we know something about Tamuera Morrison, who plays Boba Fett in this TV series. Also, he played all the clone troopers, and he also played Jango Fett in the movies. If we know anything about him, he's from New Zealand. He's Kiwi. He is actually of Polynesian descent. He is Maori, which is pretty neat, because he was using a traditional gaffy stick, which is a Polynesian weapon, which is based in somewhat their religion. Not religion, but their culture. Sorry. Religion. Get out of here. I'm losing my religion. Mando said... I'm losing my mandolin. I've been losing my, you know, 
Losing my religion features mandolin heavily. Yeah, we know that. Yeah, we know that. <laughs> Unintelligent people. Well, guys, you know, we're going to we're going to dance between uh Mando and spoilers until the Mando discussion takes off like fire. But uh yeah, it's true. There are unintelligent people. You know, if today's le- today's lesson is going to be today's thing to think about will be critical thinking. Now, what I mean by critical thinking is when you t- when you have a situation that you're not quite sure of, take time to put inside your brain the facts of the matter and consider and weigh all of the options of you what you can do about it because you're only in control of your own behavior and your own actions so when you take in the information from the outside put it inside your brain hole synthesize it smoosh it around make a pancake on it put some brain thought jelly on it and get some maybe maybe get some like consideration butter and you know I'm getting hungry for this this sounds pretty good actually thought pancakes maybe that's a shirt (laughs) but I'm telling you if you want to get strawberry preserve analyses this is this this metaphor is going nowhere what's a metaphor for bringing a simile to my face well guys Poop, Batwoman, she's always agape and in shock. Yeah, you know why? Batwoman is the smartest character on the show. She's the most intelligent. She is the galaxy's greatest detective. And she just, when she sees something that she just cannot believe, she's always in shock. I mean, let's go take a look. Me too. <laughs> I mean, that's hilarious. I, I'm in shock when I'm watching the show. It, it's kind of completely ridiculous. <laughs> it's not... You know, I think she's just... She's giving the appropriate reaction to this kind of thing. Uh, if you're watching this, I'm sorry. But uh, I'm sure there's so many better things you could be doing right now. <laughs> I apologize on behalf of Aristotle Full Throttle. <laughs> Oh, look, we popped into the main feed. <laughs> look, it's make way more colorful and more engaging. Maybe I'll do the intros and outros on the other one. But guys, Boba Fett, he showed up. Brain thought jelly. Yeah, thought jelly. Yeah. Which do you, which do you prefer, this or this? This is more intimate. Where it's like we're hanging out. It's just like me and you. And you. And you. And you. Not you. Or maybe you too. But definitely you also. Thank you. Uh, you can see every single one of my beard hairs now. Isn't that exciting? How are you spending... This a. This will be the B story of today's show. How are you spending uh, your December and your Christmas? But I did also... I liked that a lot, Wesley Plotkey. It's interesting that you bring that up because a lot of what Boba Fett... The criticism of Boba Fett has been... That he has never shown us any type of might. He has not shown us any... He's not dazzled us with his abilities. He's only walking around in cool armor. We've never seen him at his full potential. So people are like, what's the big deal? They're like, what is with Boba Fett? You know what I mean? They're like, why do we like Boba Fett? What's the point? He fell down... 
into the mouth of the sarlacc and was eated. It was eated. We only saw him do this. He tips his hat. He puts. Uh, he walks out when uh, in the Empire Strikes Back, where they put Han Solo and Carbonite, and he's like, "Look, I did that. I did that. I did it." Like he was just. That's all he ever did. He just walks out with his gun, and he's like, oh, "Let me take this guy to, and, you know, job of the hut. It's his bounty. He's bounty hunting." We never saw him fight. We just thought he was cool. We thought he was mysterious. But when he showed up in this episode, he brought out the big guns. He brought out the knee guns. He brought out the back cannon missiles, the jetpack missiles. He brought out all of the guns. It was pretty, pretty impressive. My favorite part of that episode was that he did go, he did go ape on everybody. He beat the crap out of everybody with the gaffy stick. But then once he got his armor back, now. Now, the legend has it, if you guys are not caught up on who Boba Fett is, (laughs) maybe we should go all the way back to the prequels. But let's just go back to The Empire Strikes Back. He's basically the guy who captured Han Solo, or helped, he he tracked Han Solo. He brought the Empire to where Han Solo was, and they captured him together, and then Boba Fett brought Han Solo to Jabba the Hutt. That was his bounty, because... Han Solo through all three movies. This is what I love about the original series, guys. I love this about the original series. I hate that they put the Jabba the Hutt scene back into A New Hope because it makes no sense that the point of the scene before it with Han Solo and Greedo actually takes care of all of the story points you need. And then the the scene where they're in the hangar with Jabba the Hutt and the Millennium Falcon and Boba Fett is there actually too. That scene is superfluous. You don't need that scene cinematically. There's no reason for it. There's no... The exposition has been taken care of, and they've just doubled down on it. So so George Lucas added that scene into Star Wars and New Hope because he was like, I can. So I might as well. I don't like it. But the thing I love about the original trilogy is that Han Solo mentions in the first movie, the original trilogy, 1977, he says, I gotta go bring... I gotta go pay Jabba. That's a whole movie. He's like, that's his, like, listen, kid, I can't help you. I, and then they're like, we're going to give you these space credits. And he's like, okay, well, that's enough to pay Jabba. We don't know who Jabba is yet. We still don't know Jabba. And then the end of the movie, Star Wars A New Hope, he goes, I got the credits. I'm going to go pay Jabba. I'm going to go. But then you think Han Solo leaves, but nope, he swoops in and saves the day and helps Luke out to deliver the torpedoes to the Death Star and blow it up, right? So that's pretty cool. So he actually gives up his chance to go pay off Jabba to help save uh, the day and destroy the Death Star in the first movie. And the Empire Strikes Back, he's like, look, I gotta go pay Jabba. I still owe this guy money. He's a thug. He's a, he's a criminal. I owe this dude money. Um, you're dying. What are you getting booted? Oh, yeah, you got booted on the game Among Us. But still... By the time the Empire Strikes, comes, Strikes Back comes around, we still don't know who the heck Jabba is. We haven't seen Jabba. But then, in Return of the Jedi, we see Jabba, and he's a giant slug. <laughs> and it's such it's like one of the greatest reveals in movies. We're like, this is Jabba, the big slug? That's pretty rad. I like that. But uh, all during that time, Boba Fett hardly did nothing. And he fell, and he died, and he, we thought was eaten by the Sar- Sarlacc 
in the end of Return of the Jedi. But now it is proven, it's shown, 10 years later, 10 years after Return of the Jedi, where the Mandalorian takes place, Boba Fett is around, he's alive, and he wants his armor back. So pretty neat. That's not all from Solo, that's just from the original trilogies. That's just Han Solo in the original trilogy is talking about Jabba the whole time, and then we don't ever see Jabba originally until Return of the Jedi. When we see Jabba walking around in the space hangar in the uh, Star Wars Special Edition, it really ruins the three-movie buildup <laughs> to, to the reveal of Jabba. It's literally like the end of Revenge of the Sith when uh, Darth Vader says, Oh yeah, these are my kids. So by the time you get to episode 5, when he's like, no, Luke, I'm your father, you're like, oh, yeah, no, I saw that two movies ago. You already told me that. That's not surprising to me as an audience member, but it is surprising to him, but I guess, I don't know, you told me that two movies ago, you named the little babies. You said, this is Luke, this is Leia, Padme, and then she died of a broken heart. This is how dumb the prequels are, guys. You can't watch these movies in numerical order. You can't do it because it's going to ruin the fun. George Lucas, what were you thinking? What were you thinking, George Lucas? You're like, you like this. George Lucas is like this. I'm going to spoil all the surprises if you watch this in, in order. Episodes 1, 2, and 3, and 4, and 5, and 6. In that order, if you watch them, you don't get any thrills or surprises because he ruins them. Here's what he could have done, guys. Now, dig this thought, Barry. Dig, dink, dig, dank Farrick, dig this cranberry thoughts. This is a tr- this is real. I mean it. I think this is the greatest thing they could have done. They could have had a love triangle between Obi-Wan between Anakin and Padme, right? They could have had a love triangle, and that could have been why there was a falling out between Anakin and Obi-Wan. That could have been the reason, right? Now think about the prequels. If they redid the prequels this way, it would have been way smarter and way more dramatic. Uh, If Obi-Wan and Anakin had a rivalry because they were both somehow it was like a love triangle between the two of them or one got jealous because they liked the pr- the princess the queen amidala and then we leave it that she is pregnant and we leave the the prequel trilogies that she's pregnant right so we don't know that she's pregnant with twins first of all we don't know that secondly we don't know whose kid it is we don't know if it's anakin's or obi-wan's kid and that's the reason why they have like such a heated, they hate each other so much. Why didn't they think of this? Am I crazy for thinking that would be a better idea? Because by the time you get to episode five, when they reveal, no, I'm your father, you're like, wait, no, but I thought Obi-Wan was potentially his father. Because you kind of think that a little bit in the first movie, in uh, A New Hope, you think, well, there goes uh, Luke. He's been watching over by Uncle Ben and he's talking about his father. It seems like uh, some vague, weird thing. He's like, he's a father figure. Maybe he is his father eventually. We find that out. Nope. It could have still thrown a curveball if you watched them in chronological order. But they didn't do that. Because they didn't ask me first. Me first in the Gimme Gimme's. That's a band name. 
Who wouldn't want Ewan over Anakin? See that, though? You never know. Some people are Hayden Christensen's. Some people are Christian Haydensons. Some people are Greg and McEwen's. Nobody knows. See that? I told you. I told you so. Are we playing a, a Among Us tomorrow? Is that what we're doing tomorrow? Playing Among Us? I don't know how to play it. How do you play Among Us? Boba Fett, though. Guys, were you impressed with Boba Fett's display of violence in this episode? Boy, oh boy. My favorite part of this episode, which gave it real character. It was directed by Robert Rodriguez. Which gave it real character was uh, when Boba Fett shot the missile into the one cruiser. And then the one cruiser crashed into the other cruiser. And then the both ships, they crashed. And he just kind of turns around and doesn't even acknowledge the crash. Because cool people, we learned from watching the Nerdist uh, Instagram feed today... Don't look at explosions. They walk away. Robert Rodriguez. Oh, I think that's what. That's got to be a Rod, Robert Rodriguez trope. Pretty much every single one of his movies has somebody walking away from or not looking at the explosion that they they cause. Speaking of explosions. Look. Look, watch this. Oh, was there an explosion? I didn't notice. I don't look at explosions. See that? See that's how you that's how you be cool, right? You just you just go like this. Let me just tie my shoelace. Oh, was there an explosion? <laughs> I think that that's a I think that that's pretty much how it work. Do you prefer this or the other way? This way or the clean feed? This feed, or I like this feed because it's like silly, it's goofy. I want to change the, this background maybe to the Millennium Falcon, <laughs> so we're inside the Millennium. Originally, this was supposed to be the Space Ghost idea, but anyway, I'm always, yeah. Who? What was your favorite part of this episode? My favorite. Oh, my favorite part about that part with the explosions, with the um. The explosion was Mando says nice shot and then he says I was aiming for the other one <laughs> it's, it's such a great it's such a great actual Star Wars moment that felt like a real Star Wars moment what about Boba Fett shooting the tiny to let's end uh, stormtrooper armor sending them flying to their death oh yes uh, I think you're talking about um Yes, that was actually a pretty slick move. When the when when Boba Fett grabbed the stormtrooper, put a explosive on him, and then shot him <laughs> away, I thought that was a very clever move. Indeed, I thought I liked that as well. Actually, you could do the Millennium Falcon on Mondays. Oh, that's a good idea. Now we're now we're getting some some theme ideas. We're gonna do consistent days. We're working on this this idea. We've been bat batting this idea back and forth. Maybe. Mondays of the Mando recap, or whatever we watch on Friday together, we recap on Monday. Right now, we're watching the Mandalorian watch party every Friday at 6.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on the Discord. So if you want access to the Discord, you know what to do. Pledge at least $1 a month to my Patreon, or subscribe monthly on my uh, 
Twitch, which you can see now Twitch is like $3 a month, but if you do $1 a month on Patreon, you still can get access. Just saying. Twitch, you get extra special uh, if you subscribe on Twitch, I have other feeds, other feeds. I'll have more gaming feeds directly to Twitch each month, which will be fun. So you, that's what you get before you're two ninety nine for on Twitch. You you gonna get some like extra gaming fun on Twitch. Um, though you can catch the show on Twitter, on Facebook, on YouTube, Twitch, and Instagram. I'm pending on LinkedIn because LinkedIn is where social media goes to die. <laughs> <laughs> I don't take my LinkedIn seriously, guys. LinkedIn, for me, for people who are in the creative world, generally speaking, I'd like to say on behalf of myself, uh, LinkedIn is just like, it doesn't do anything because you, you got to like show your work when you're creative. You got to be like, what's your, what's the proof that you can do this stuff? I don't need to see a resume. Just show me a thing that's good. And that's all I need to know. And that is pretty much the standard for like, the art world like people are just like all i need to know is that you could do a good thing <laughs> show me or whatever um but there's i feel like you know i feel like the outside world is so dependent on it like the numbers and the grades and the stuff like that and it's like you can get good grades good grades are good you still have one get good grades work hard be conscientious but also, you know, make good things. And think critically. Put inside your mind grapes, uh, strawberry thoughts of maple syrup ideas. That's really the fundamental of what we need to take away from the show today. Hopefully we take away buttery pancakes. Who else is hungry? <laughs> Was that Boba Fett? It was Boba Fett. Did you guys get pumped up when Boba Fett came out wearing that armor with his dad bod? His ill-fitting armor with his, like, dad bod? Which was fine, because you're like, yeah, he's older. He's a little bit older. He hasn't worn that armor in ten years. It's not going to fit right. I just some t-shirts I haven't worn in ten years. Believe you me. It's true. They don't fit. <laughs> Speaking of t-shirts, I'll soon be wearing... Some sample items that you guys can can uh, view on this show, so you can see how they fit. You can see, like, maybe I want that. Maybe I want to wear that on my back and front. You know, shirts go on all sides, except for underneath. Why does it just say the shirt off my back and front? It should be my shirt off my back and my front and my sides. And, the, and a little bit at the top. They should have watched Baby Yoda. You know, I watched it twice, Wesley. I didn't see the flamethrower either, guys. It seems as though it had been a tradition that the Mando pulled out the flamethrower at least once an episode for some reason or another, or no good reason. One episode, he just literally shot the flamethrower as a threat. Just somebody. But he did use the whistling birds. The whistling birds are pretty impressive. How many... I know. How many whistling birds does he have, though? Can, how many times can he reload? That's what I wonder about Boba Fett's rocket. <laughs> I'm taking a rocket. 
to outer space? Any astronaut Jones? Anybody? Nobody. All right. Well, he has a rocket. He shoots that rocket. It's gone. Remember when uh, 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 Cobb Vance, Corn on the Cobb Vance, had the, was wearing Boba Fett's armor in episode one this season, and he shot the missile out to blow up the thing? How'd he get a new missile? Where's this new missile? Does he got, like, does it regenerate missiles? I think the same thing about Boba Fett's knee missiles. I think about that, I go. He shot two missiles from his knee. Very cool. He's got to remember to reload. <laughs> reload your knee, Boba. That's what I say. Look at all these little bobbleheads, guys. Bobbleheads are made for people who are frequent participators in the show, who people are friends of the show. So you hang out a while, you might surprise get a bobblehead of your own. Pardon me while I burst into flames. That's a, that reminds me of a song. He was too panicked, worried about Baby Yoda. Maybe that's why he forgot his freaking jetpack. Yes, that was the one thing. Everybody, I remember Jen on the watch party. She was like, get your jetpack. Where's your jetpack? Jen and I think uh, uh, Jake also was saying, everybody, except for, I was just so engaged in the action. I didn't even think about it either. I forgot my jetpack watching that scene. But yeah, it was like, oh yeah, go get your jetpack. You le leaned it against a rock. Go get your jetpack and start messing things up, but I guess he was concerned about the baby. How do you guys feel about all that magical stuff, though, when he puts him on the rock and then there's, like, magical beams coming out? I don't know. I don't like it. I'm just gonna say it. I don't like magical f stuff all the time. Like, I think that's Dave Filoni's influence. Dave Filoni, the guy who did the phony baloney. Filoni baloney, that's what I call it. That's his nickname in the biz. He wears a cowboy hat. So, he, uh, <laughs> he does the animated series, and some things get a little cartoony for me. So these last two episodes, like the Dave Filoni written episodes and the uh, his influence on the, the the live action stuff, I would have just thought it was cool if the baby Yoda just sat on the rock and then just went into a meditation, right? And I didn't need to see beams of electricity shooting out of him. I didn't need to see that force field shooting out of him. I could have uh, I could have just done with him sitting on a rock and it would have been fine. But I don't. I don't know, it gets a little cartoony when they're shoot, showing all this magical force beam energy coming out of everybody. I don't need that. I don't want that. I think that was a poor choice, Robert Rodriguez, to include in your episode. Just have him sit on the rock and then close his eyes and be like, uh-oh, the kid's just got to sleep. But then maybe, like, the Mando tries to grab him and still jumps back. We don't need, I don't need a visual cue for that. But, uh, you know, maybe they, they're like, it's a cartoon, but in live action. I'm sorry. The animated cartoon series. He was too... Um, he could have chased the people who took the baby. Oh, yeah, the people. And by people, you mean the dark troopers. Those dark troopers were scary. Were you scared by the dark troopers? Or did you think they were kind of... They could have been upgraded a little bit. Uh, Mando could have easily grabbed him, though. Yeah. Those dark troopers... What is the deal? What is the deal with dark troopers? That's what I say. Who knows? You ever see a dark trooper? <laughs> no? Me neither. Um, I wonder why they're extra special. They're kind of like, what were those tall troopers in Rogue One? Remember the, the elite stormtroopers? Death troopers. 
Oh, those were scary. Those were scarier to me than Dark Troopers. What was the, that cartoon, cartoony stuff anyway? That's what I said. I'm like, I don't need all that cartoon, super blue, like blue waves of force. Like the force to me is way more cool and mystical and, and mythological if you can't see it. Because that's the whole thing. It's like you can't see it. It's just, you just close your eyes and do one of these, you know, and then you can move stuff. I don't need to see, like, it's like when I saw Force Lightning for the first time shooting out of Emperor Palpatine's fingertips. I said, I don't need any of that. (laughs) I don't need. Hey, everybody. This is the Carl Weathers Predator Weathers Report featuring the Action Jackson AccuPredator Weathers forecast and Cardi B. I'm Carl Weathers. And I, and I got a B. Yeah, Cardi B. Sing us a song, Cardi B. What song you want to hear? What's off your Christmas album? Oh, yeah, my Christmas album. Uh, check this one out. He played his drum for me. Ba, 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 ba. Yeah. I don't like that song. Just play us another one. Oh, okay. How about this one? Uh... <laughs> Silent night, yeah. Holy night, yeah. All is bright. What? Silent night. Uh. That one's better. That one's got like a kick to it. Silent night. Yeah. Holy night. Uh huh. All is bright. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? What? Yeah. What? 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 Yeah. Yeah. It's going to snow probably sometime this winter. This has been the Carl Weathers Predator Weathers Report featuring the Action Jackson AccuPredator Weathers Forecast and Cardi B. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know either. All right, guys. Dark Troopers are stronger than Death Troopers. Dark Troopers are in exosuits that have three layers of armor. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Three layers. That's like a that's like a bean dip. That's like a bean dip trooper. Except I like seven layers. That's what I, I like to get down in the bean dip down to the cheese layer and then pass through the cheese layer into the sour cream layer. When you want to get through the black olive layer, you get to, down to the refried bean layer. I'm hungry. Who wants pancakes? I didn't know that. Now, word has it that the, the Death Troopers, the Dark Troopers, uh, they can use the Force, Luke. Dark Troopers and Star Wars, Death Star Warriors, or Stormtroopers. Interesting. Interesting. Now, guys. Now, if, I get, if I'm going to use my critical thinking brain, that's today's lesson. Today's thing to think about. Critical thinking. It's important. It's important when you make decisions. P- please consider the 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 facts. Consider your actions, and consider how your actions may affect the people in your life. These are things to think about. Reading Rainbow. I want to get like a. <laughs> I straight up want to. to I'm going to take over Reading Rainbow. That's going to be my goal in life. <laughs> I was actually a reading mentor in college, which was fun. 
So they were like, uh, kids would read books to me. And I would go, go get that Dr. Seuss book, because I like Dr. Seuss. But they were like, I want to read Harry Potter. And I was like, sorry, kid, get Dr. Seuss, because <laughs> I like Dr. Seuss. Um, no, I was a good reading mentor. Let me see. I'm trying to find a, re- a reading rainbow sound board so I can go. Do you guys like reading rainbow? Um, guys, if you were hanging out over the weekend, I did a couple of uh, Twitch streams of me uh, starting out on the drums. Just to starting out. Just starting out on the drums, and it's getting there. You know, I could play a song or two, but I'm not quite... Uh, I, look, I'm not Neil Peart yet. I say Peart. Consider Action Jackson. I always consider Action Jackson. I, I mean... Why wouldn't you? Who doesn't consider Action Jackson? Hey, Aeon later. Action Jackson. Now that was a role I played in the 80s. Right after I was in Predator. You guys remember Predator? Well, I was in the movie Predator. That's why we got the Predator forecast. But you guys might also remember, years later, I was in a movie called Hurricane Smith. And because my name is Carl Weathers in real life, I figured that I could try to make a career on making action-related movies that were also weather-related. <laughs> like this one. With Mark Wahlberg called Chance O'Showers. My name in that movie was Chance O'Showers. I was Irish. I played an Irishman. Black Irish. But you know, there's going to be a chance of showers outside. Black Irish. LeVar Burton does a podcast now where he reads to you. Yes. Jen Fears. That's excellent. I I re- recommend that. Although I have mutual friends with LeVar, Levar Burton. <laughs> I'll have you know. <laughs> Actually, uh, <laughs> it sounds like name dropping. Listen, you're never name dropping in L.A. because everybody here works with somebody or knows somebody or has worked on something with somebody. So it's just, it's just work talk. So people outside of Hollywood might be like, you're just name dropping. But in Hollywood, we're just like, I was working with this thing. And sometimes, sometimes people are annoyingly name dropping, but then sometimes you just like, oh, I was working on this thing with so-and-so and they were cool. That's the only thing you ever remember about meeting a celebrity, isn't it? Like when you, when you meet a celebrity, what is the first thing you ask? What is the first thing you say when you meet a celebrity? You say, oh, they were nice. Oh, they were cool. Oh, they... Or they were a jerk and they were mean. So let that also be a lesson. Just always be nice. Just always be nice. It's easy. A-B-N. Always be nice. Just, just always be nice. Kill them with kindness. Murder them with, with nice bullets. <laughs> Uh, take their life with <laughs> with sweetness. <laughs> Enjoy your mental pancakes while you're at it. Uh, Kevin Sore Elbow. You met Kevin Sore Elbow? Are you, is your name Frank from Long Island? 
I had a mutual, I had a, this acquaintance named Frank years ago, and he would always tell us, "Thank you." I'm glad you brought that up, Aonaletta, because I would like to mention how Frank always mentioned to us how he had a beer with Kevin Sore Elbow at a bar once, and every time you hung out with Frank, Frank would always say a story about that 20 minutes of his life. <laughs> you could not escape. Frank bringing up the fact that one time, four years ago, he met Kevin Sorbo. <laughs> uh, poor Frank. Frank was a nice guy. He also, if you hadn't know this, known this yet, he met Kevin Sorbo once. But he would bring it up sometimes and he would like embellish the story and be like, my friend Kevin Sorbo, I mean, I feel like we became friends feel like we became friends in that 20 minutes of sharing a beer. I think since then, me and Kevin Sore Elbow are friends. <laughs> I say Kevin. Man, oh man, am I happy to, to do this show every day with you guys. It's so much fun. What are we playing Among Us? We're going to play a game pretty soon. We're going to play Among Us tomorrow, maybe? What are you looking forward to in The Mandalorian, the TV show? What are you looking forward to? I, you know, I feel frustrated already with the cliffhanger they're going to leave us on in two episodes from now. Because you got to wait every year for The Mandalorian to get, um, to elevate the story. But hopefully there are some massive payoffs in these next two episodes to sort of satisfy us until next year when they start up the season again. Um... I'm wondering. I'm wondering what they're going to leave us with. What do you guys think they're going to show us? They're going to show us uh, any like Jedi that we, any characters that we know. Are there going to be any more characters that we know? I feel like there's going to be a big surprise in a uh, big cliffhanger. It's going to be a episode seven type of cliffhanger where it's just <laughs> they can't do. Luke Skywalker like that again. They can't just have him stand up on the mountain and be like, oh. Remember at the end of episode seven when uh, she's like, here's your lightsaber. And he's like, no. Nah. This is my lightsaber. How'd you get this? I don't know. Some some old alien lady gave it to me. Remember episode seven, Force Awakens? Ray walks up that mountain and achoo, achoo. And she, she gives him this, she's like, here's your lightsaber. And he's like, oh, just mine. He does like a face like that. And you're like, what is he thinking? And then, of course, in the next movie, he's just like, oh, yeah. Which I, which I was like shocked and amazed by it. But I also thought it was funny. I thought it was kind of funny. People hate that. People hate that Luke, Luke threw his lightsaber away. People hate it. But, you know, people are you a people? How many people do we got out there? Say, say me. Have you ever had a person? Jay, Jave June Buksh. Hello. We're having a great show today. This is so much fun. Mondays are a little bit slower usually during the week, but you know what? Each week we're going to have, uh, so Monday is Mandalorian Monday. Tuesday, we, we got, we got to figure that out. Maybe that's game day. <laughs> Wednesday is uh, Miercoles, based on Mercury. That's Mercury, the god, also the planet. Thursday, we have trivia, though. Trivia Thursdays, guys. What do we want to play trivia 
What's the subject for this week? Harry Potter? Do we want Harry Potter trivia? I've not seen more than one movie for Harry Potter, so I will be lost. There's one person out there. Hello, me. You know, sometimes I feel like I'm just shouting down the cavernous barrel. I'm just shouting. I'm just shouting. You ever see the deepest hole in the ground? It's in Russia. There's a, there's a hole in the ground that they drill that goes like two miles down. And you can drop a rock and you can just put your ear. It takes like 90 seconds for it to fall and hit the ground. Or hit the center of the earth or whatever. They could not keep drilling because the drills kept breaking. Yeah. Go, go check it out. Lord of the Rings. Ooh, I love Lord of the Rings stuff. You guys want to do Lord of the Rings trivia this Thursday? I'll play guitar. I'll play guitar now. <laughs> hey, you guys. You guys ever watch like Christmas Carol? Tiny Tim? This is my crutch. Tiny Tim, he he had a crutch. This is my crutch. Get it? Tiny Tim's a fictional character. I hope I don't get in trouble for saying that. He's fictional. He's not real, guys. But this is my crutch, which which is to say I like to play guitar a lot. I wrote that for you. Um, they're going to have to fight the Death Star in order to get Baby Yoda back. You know, I wonder about that. You bring that up. It's interesting because they must be building Starkiller Base at this point, right? Because we're, what, 10 more years away from The Force Awakens right now? What part, what era is this? Hmm. I don't even know. I think we're still 20 years out from uh, The Force Awakens. It's 10 years after Return of the Jedi, so it's 20 years out from The Force Awakens, guys. So... I don't know how long it takes you to build a planet-sized uh, space weapon, but maybe it takes 20 years. You know, it took like 200 years or 300 years or something to build the, the damn uh, the Notre Dame, the, the Notre Dame Cathedral in Notre Dame, which sadly burned down last year, which was insane. Was that this year though? Because if it it might, it would uh, it would check out if it was 2020. <laughs> Let's play the most dramatic chord in the world uh, world game. Ready for it? That's the most hit the most dramatic chord in the world. Twenty twenty is almost over, or is it just beginning? You see how that works? Uh, was that, that was Boba Fett? Or was it Django Fett? And you see? 2020 has felt like 2020. It's felt like 2020s. You guys have any dramatic thing to say? Here, this is a fun interactive game. Give me something to say that is super dramatic, and I will punctuate it with... Let's do that. That'll be fun, guys. I think it's fun. 
Who else thinks it's fun? No one? Okay, cool. I think it's fun. Or do I? Twenty twenty has felt like two years and a half. You guys have anything dramatic to say to add to this conversation? Anything dramatic at all? Or no? This is the most fun game in the world. Or is it the worst? I like it. I do. I really do. I killed him. I admit it. Thank you. That was very dramatic. <laughs> I mean, I guess you could go for drama because you're striking out with comedy. <laughs> Rogue, Rogan, Rogue One, I almost called him. <laughs> Seth Rogue One. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Um, that's not Aristotle's real hair. Or is it? Oh, that was really dramatic. <laughs> Anyone else have anything to dramatic that they want to say into the most dramatic word in the world machine? This is a fun game. We should spend five minutes a week doing this. <laughs> the transition song is missing, yo. Oh, is it? The transition song, you mean when it goes like... Oh, yeah, it is missing, isn't it? Hold on. Let's see. I have to... Oh, let me make sure that... Uh, you know what happens sometimes? <laughs> you know what happens sometimes is that everything gets backed up to the cloud. And uh, then the, the files can't be accessed locally. And then I go... Well, why don't I just uh, go jump in a lake? I don't know why you can't see the transition. Let me try to add it again. Um, back transition. Huh. You know what? The Batman Aristotle page. What is, you could just do the dramatic coordinates. <laughs> I should probably just do that. Let's see. Let me see if I can find it. It's called Bat Trans for Bat Transition. Let me see. I don't know where it is. There it is. Oh, it's low. Okay. Let me see if I can add this. Stinger. I think it's called the Stinger. I'm going to try to do this again, guys. It's going to be great. It's going to be wonderful. You'll see. You'll see. One day, you'll all be there. Uh-oh. I can't add it. Wait. Oh, I can. Hold on. Nope. Why don't you work? Sorry, guys. Let me... Oh, no transition now. Maybe I can go back to this one. Nope. Well, I don't know what's going on there. 
<laughs> Turns out. Uh-oh, I lost my pick. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> I have an army. We have a Hulk. That's pretty good. That's a pretty good one. We have a Hulk. You know what I liked about that, Wesley Plotkey? I liked that line in the Avengers, the original Avengers, where he says, well, I've got an army. When I'm talking about him, I mean Loki. He says that to, he says that to Tony Stark. He says, We've got, I've got an army. And he says, we have a Hulk. And the Hulk, of course, is what Loki was afraid of most. But then the, the Hulk gets invoked by Loki in Avengers Endgame when it is echoed by Thanos, that he has got a, a, an army, and then, or something, and or he says, how do you expect to beat me? And Loki says, we have a Hulk. Check it out. Hulk is my bo bro now. We bros. Except Loki, you know, you can't trust him. Can't trust him. Well, I've got the bat transition right here. I don't know why it's not working. There's certain things that, uh... <laughs> One day I will have a whole setup that never works. But it always, it'll always, it'll never fail to not ever, never not, always not work. That is a wonderful chord. Anybody like, I know that we've got some Pearl Jam fans in here. Um, th think of the most obscure Pearl Jam song. And let's see if I can remember how to play it. Uh, we just got into the busking part of the show where Aristotle Full Throttle busks for you. It's Christmas time. What did you guys ask for for Christmas? I asked for pancakes. Actually, I got everything I wanted for Christmas. Thank you very much to my family. Um, my family... Uh, you know, sadly, I cannot, I'm not going to go back east this holiday season, this Christmas. It's very sad for me, and we're on lockdown in Los Angeles. It's not a wise idea to be traveling right now, so I'm not going to. I'm going to try to be, resp I'm going to be responsible. <laughs> I'm not going to try to be responsible. I'm going to be responsible. And, uh, Aeon Alita wants something ex expensive. Why don't we get her the most expensive app? The one where you just have, there's an app, and it says, this app costs $999 or something like that. And that's all it is. It's just a diamond that shows up on your phone, and it says, this album, this album, this app was the most expensive app. And that's literally all it is. <laughs> there's also one of my favorite apps, which is, how hot can you throw your phone? And it was an app that had used the accelerometers in your phone to see how high you could throw your phone, but it was also a troll app because so many reviews in the App Store were like, I broke my phone. <laughs> what's, the, what's the Avengers theme song? Sonic Reducer? I don't remember how it's like Sonic Reducer, Dayon Loser. Sonic Reducer, they don't lose it. Uh, that's how it goes, right, Baby Yoda? I think Baby Yoda 
I think Baby Yoda's out of midichlorians. He needs a midichlorian refill. Don't worry, we'll get you transfused up. Sonic Reducer is not a... like that uh, let's have the rock by to sing it ah this is a classic rock sheets of empty canvas untouched sheets of clay unless but out before me that's somebody was dead. Yeah, that's a good song, man. And then go like, uh, and all I taught her was everything. And I, my <laughs> bitter hands. Cradle, broken glass of what was everything. <laughs> this is hard to sing. This is a hard to sing song. All I see, all I am, all I'll be. <laughs> oh man, this is, a, this is a part where it gets like real emotional. And it goes. <laughs> Something like that, right? You know the Pearl Jams. There's like 40 of them. They got like 40 songs. But, uh, you know, guys, we did it. We made it to the end of the hour. <laughs> He's playing, yes. Uh, I, was, I was trying to move the rock bottom with my nose, but it's impossible to do both at one time. Maybe it's maybe it's possible. Let's see. Um. Yeah, that's like, that's a hard song to sing and play. On uh, when when you've got only one hand, <laughs> Check. Uh. and all I thought was everything, yeah, and how quick the sun can drop away. And now my bitter hands, cradle broken glass of what was everything. <laughs> That's, you, you know, this ain't easy. 
That's not easy. That's not an easy song to play with one hand. You know, classic rock songs. He's a classic rock biter. And I'm a modern rock biter. <laughs> Speaking of biting rocks, um, I told you about my new tooth, right? I got a new tooth. <laughs> Remember a, c- a couple months ago, I broke my tooth eating a chip? Well, they put like a, a fake tooth over it. Now I've got, now I'm a cybernetic organism. Uh, hold on a sec. Now, you're you're also you're also a cybernetic organism. I'm a cybernetic organism. I'm Robocop to push. I haven't shown up in a while, but uh, you know, nice to see you. I've got a bionic. He's got a bionic tooth now. Look at me and Aristotle Full Throttle have more in common than you'd think. I mean, of course, I am a cop. I'm also a RoboCop. I'm also a RoboCop to puss. But that doesn't define me. I also, I can also crochet. You, you didn't know that. You just assumed that all I want to do is solve seven or eight crimes at once. Some, somewhere there are eight crimes happening. Eight places. I'm one part RoboCop. Seven. <laughs> I'm one part Robo. Seven parts cop to puss. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm mostly, I'm most, but I'm, I'm all uh, sweater crocheter. I will make you an ugly sweater for Christmas. I promise you that, guys. But me and Aristotle Full Throttle, he's got a bionic tooth. Uh, and uh, <laughs> that's all you need to be considered my pal. So everybody out there. Make sure that you uh, replace part of your body with uh, robot parts. <laughs> and just like uh, Ming, uh, what, what was her name? And she, she got her stomach re- re- replaced with uh, p- pistons. Remember in this episode, Boba Fett was talking about how he rescued Ming-Na Wen. And then he replaced her uh, her insides with pistons. And he was like... She's like, look at me. My stomach is made of robot stuff. You know, the same kind of stuff that they put in uh, me, actually. And Luke Skywalker's wrist. Luke Skywalker's wrist. Look at those emotes, everyone. Those are great. Support your local fro. You are one QT. Oh, cool. See that? Thank you guys for participating. Seems like. Yeah. You know, it turns out that nobody ever dies in Star Wars. They'll fix you. They fix everything. That's what I always say. That's what I always say when I see someone die in Star Wars. I just go, they'll fix you. They'll fix everything. They fix everything. They really do. I mean, this car, first of all, had a broken uh, carburetor. You know, the Millennium Falcon has been... It turned out that uh, that R2 unit had a bad motivator, but they fixed it. It was in, like, the episode before last, last R1. He had a bad motivator, but they fixed it. They fixed everything. So nobody ever dies in Star Wars. And even when you die, you're not dead. You ever notice that? Nobody's dead. Nobody. Darth Vader. Blue Ghost. Obi-Wan. Blue Ghost. Luke. Leia. Blue Ghost, Han Solo, 
just a, a vision, I guess. I don't know. He was just a vision. Han Solo came back in the episode nine, the ter- most terrible. Nines are bad. I stick with eight. Eight is good. I'm Robocoptopus. Well, just listen to this. Nobody dies. Darth Maul, robot legs, just like me. He's not dead. He ain't dead yet. Who else? Boba Fett, dead, not dead. Boba Fett, dead, psych. Oh, yeah. Admiral Akbar. (laughs) Admiral Akbar is dead. Admiral Akbar died off screen in episode 8. Yeah, I remember that. Admiral Akbar, he died. And he, he died in an explosion. Admiral Akbar is dead. Well, long live the Mon Calamari. That's what I always say. Mon Calamari. I mean, did they really think that we would fall for that Mon Calamari? You know, you ever have calamari? Like an Italian restaurant or something? I would, but I just eat baby food. I'm a robocoptopus. I can only eat baby food. I can only process baby food. But I remember being a man when I was a man, and I would eat from time to time as an appetizer, not for my meal. What are you, crazy? I would eat for my appetizer at an Italian food restaurant. I would eat calamari. But now I'm just a vegetarian. Well, guys, yes, we are having, uh, this week, you guys can check out the Teespring. Please check out the Teespring. You, if you are on Twitch, I believe uh, there's a link also below on YouTube. Go to the Teespring, get your Aristotle full throttle and stuff. You can get a mug, you can get a shirt, you can get it all. Things you want. He died with the rockets, the shot, the cruiser, and everybody was distracted by with Leia flying. Oh, yeah, this is what I wanted to say. Let me stop the presses for one second. <laughs> Because we are on an outro, but I just wanted to say, I'm glad you brought that up, Wes Plotkey. Always pertinent ish, uh, questions that you have. First of all, let me rewind the song. For, <laughs> I think it's funny that people get mad that Princess Leia... Okay, dig this, guys. Think about this for one second. Um, yeah. Princess Leia, Empire Strikes Back... Uh, Minoc cave. So, look, Princess Leia, all she wear in this cave, in outer space, in an asteroid, that's all that she wore was that. She and and Chewbacca <laughs> and and uh, Han Solo. They were in an asteroid, in, a, in presumably a cave in outer space, because nobody flies into an asteroid field. Never tell me the odds. That's all she's wearing on her face in The Empire Strikes Back, which we all love. She's, she thinks she's inside of an asteroid in space, but it turns out they're inside the belly of a worm inside an asteroid in space. But they thought, look, let me just put this on and go check it out. <laughs> But they, people get mad 
that for some reason she floats through space. Hey, Pegster1994, we were just talking about the how people get absurdly angry and at Star Wars Episode Eight when Princess Leia floats through space to save herself using the Force. All she's doing is a Force pull. That's all she's doing. She's surviving space. People are like, you can't survive the cold and the negative pressure of space. And I'm like, think about Empire Strikes Back when all she wore was that. (laughs) We were fine with it. Just be consistent. Use your critical thinking. Yes, go with the fro. Uh, It's more than she wore on Jabba's ship. Yes, it is definitely way more than she wore on Jabba's ship. She wore just an oxygen thing over her mouth. So, listen. Leia Poppins, I get that people are disturbed by the image of it. It makes them feel weird. They're like, I don't like this. That's fine. That's fair. If something strikes you that way and that's how you feel about it, then that's how you feel about it. If that's the way you want to feel, then you're allowed. But don't be getting upset that you're using trying to use logic, saying like, well, you can't survive because you can't breathe in space. And then you know, I'm like, listen, she is inside of a cave, <laughs> inside of a worm, inside of an asteroid, in space, and that's all she wore. <laughs> so we let's just be consistent, okay? So remember, guys, be consistent. Use your brain pancakes and your and your thought berry juice uh yeah let's vote on the next shirt what would you guys like to see more on this show please let me more on did aristotle just say what would you like to see more on he's definitely a moron all right what would you like to see more on the show moron Oh, curses, you, Joe, Joe Rogan. I mean, all right, guys. Oh, we're already on the court change here. Uh, Aristotle Full Throttle. Yeah, check it out. Go check everything out. Remember to subscribe. Remember to like. Remember to share. Remember to like. Just, just like. Like, 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 like. Tap the screen. Like the videos. Share them with your friends. Tell everybody that this is the the, the best show you've ever seen in your life. This is going to be... Like, it'll change your world. <laughs> Tell them that this is the greatest community. Uh, yes, yeah, I would like to be on a shirt. I would like to... Listen, Dr. Baby Yoda Fauci. You're going to be the new head of the uh, health... The, the, the chief medical consultant for Joe Biden's administration. Yeah, that's right. Dr. Baby Yoda Fauci. Intergalactic, baby. Yoda. Intergalactic. Planetary. Planetary. Intergalactic. You know what I'm saying? That's what kind of Dr. Baby Yoda Fauci I am. All right. Yeah, yes, we appreciate you, Dr. Baby Yoda Fauci. You, however, Grogu, yeah, all right. I'm Aristotle Full Throttle, your bro with the fro, and I'll see you tomorrow. Thank you for joining me. Bye. You guys still here? But I said goodbye. But you don't have to take my word for it.